As much as you can equip yourself and prepare yourself for creativity and for the creative process, you need to allow some time for it to simmer. You need to allow some time for your mind to make the connections to the context that you're given and the content that you've equipped yourself with for the creative process to spawn out of thin air, right? So for the creative process mm. to kick in. Agreed. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to a brand new week and a brand new episode of the Real Life Tips podcast. This is episode number 38 and I'm your host Mono. Joined by Leon as usual on this warm and wonderful evening. Um, I can't believe Marnie we just clocked over another month and we are three quarters of the way into this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's literally been a blink of an eye man. This is probably one of the fastest years I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. <laughs> Dude. Uh, there's a lot that's been going on. I think a lot of people out there I think 2020 was a write-off year. I think 2021 was a let's just fake it until we make it year. But I think, I really do think that this year, it, it just felt super quick, man. Like, yeah, what what's like nine months now, right? We're into the final 100 days to Christmas, man. I can't believe it. So for all of you that's been supporting us from January till now, thank you so much for supporting the show. We've really been enjoying um, putting this content out, hopefully helping somewhere, someone listening to this. This is still very much just two average Joes having fun recording important, I think, yeah, important information absolutely. that can change people's yeah. lives, you know, things that are mind tickles. I find these topics super interesting, part of the process and the, um, I think, liberating process for us about a lot of these topics is in bringing it to you, we also condense it for ourselves yep. and for our own use, you know, so it's as much as we think we and, and hope that we are helping some people with our uh, seeming wisdom out there um this is very much for ourselves as well just to kind of um cement some of the data into our brains as well so that we can all be better people and better you know better neighbor better parents better better fathers and and, and husbands yeah and so absolutely you know finally there's no more frost on the yeah. lawn and things like that so i'm just in the mood for this episode man money what are we going to talk about tonight? Yeah, tonight's going to be no different from all of our other episodes in the sense that we're going to be shedding a lot of light on some really, really important information here. Um, one of those weird and odd topics, right? Because it's all about creativity and spawning creativity mm -hmm. out of thin air. And really looking at it from the perspective of is creativity only useful for the arts? Is it only specific people? who are born with said creativity. And I think in so many cases of our lives, we are constantly told that you're creative and you know, that's why you're good at music and that's why you're good at composing mm. and that's why you're, yeah. you can spawn creativity out of thin air. And to the rest of us, we're told that you know, you're not a creative. Don't even try. Don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're going to look at this and see is there a myth around this, right? Is this something that we can debunk? Because mm. I feel that there's a creative process 
in so many different aspects of our lives, right? So does that mean that you're only classified as a creative when you create things, when you you sort of create art or you create music? From those angles, yes, absolutely. We've always sort of classified those people as creatives. But what about the rest of us, right? Are they not creative processes? Mm. So that's the one angle. The other angle of it is going to be extremely interesting because we're going to have a look at how do you spawn creativity out of thin air? You know, is there a formula to this? We're great fans of formulas, Leo. We've spoken about this so many times in our yes, previous episodes. So we want to find out, is there a formula for us to be creative in a moment's notice, right? So we're going to deep dive and explore this entire topic here tonight. We're going to, again, as always, have a look into some research, find out what does the subject matter experts say on this topic? Is there a perfect time of the day where we are supposed to focus on creative tasks? Number one, we're also going to have a look at you know, are there things that you can do in your own personal life to bring a, miss, a little bit more creativity or to prepare yourself or to set yourself up for creative moments yep. so that I you like can that. be extremely productive during the time that you've cut out for those creative moments? Maybe you're a creator. Maybe you say that, you know, I want to do some short films on the side or maybe I want to you know, become an influencer or create some YouTube content and things like that. Those things require a lot of creativity. So what's the best time of the day and how can you set yourself up for those creative moments? But also, mm. I think in our work daily tasks, there's so much creativity that goes in there, no matter what your job title is. So we're going to also have a look at it from a career growth perspective, Ryan. How can you set yourself up for being more creative when you're thrown into a meeting and they, they tell you, solve this problem for us. <laughs> and you have to instantly start thinking about solutions, right? It's like, is there a way that you can do that? And how do we do that? So a lot of great tips, again, as always, will come out of this episode here tonight. And we're absolutely stoked to be joining you guys on this journey to find out how do we tap into our creative mindsets and how do we find the most productive time of the day out of our schedules so that we can utilize all of our creative energy and drive it into that specific goal set, Leon. So super stoked to look into the research and get to the bottom <laughs> of this here today. Dude, I am rearing <laughs> to start this topic. This is probably one of the topics I am most passionate about ever. And it's just because I love debunking myth and I love going upstream on stereotypes and <laughs> I need to do full you know disclosure right now I've got nothing against purest creative people so if you are a painter or an artist or a singer or a musician or a songwriter or a um, I don't know if you create um, statues or whatever the case might be you are 100% creative I am fighting for us yeah. <laughs> on the other line <laughs> that are seemingly stereotypically non-creative because we are not creating something of beauty but I I still believe and I've always believed this beauty is in the eye of the beholder right mm. and 100% I've I'm super passionate about I think everyone on this earth is creative in their own way yeah. and i think what what you know society has taught us around creativity and what creativity actually means 
are super different. And finally, the studies, the research, um, writing, uh, uh, um, you know, other authors and so on, a lot of people are starting to agree with me on this. Um, I'm going to start with a very far along blurred example. And it's actually you, Marnie. You <laughs> created a, a budget for our listeners. And we are giving that budget away for free till this day on our website, rltstudios.com. If you go there and you subscribe to our newsletter, you will be handed this budget, right? Now, I want to start by saying... If you look at that budget, and yeah. I hate budgets. I'm not a budget kind of guy. I kind of like to swipe until it says declined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's <laughs> um, me giving you that budget. We've, we've established that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've established that. So I think that was like episode two. <laughs> but anyways, um, what I loved about your budget is the fact that every budget in merit and in objective is the same thing right? If you had to go write down the objective of your budget, it mm. would be the same as any other budget. Absolutely. Yeah. But when I look at your budget and I use your budget, it's different. It The mm. way that it's intuitive, the way that it flows, and I'm not here to punt the budget. We're not getting any money for giving the budget. We're actually giving it away for free. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, it sounds like we're plugging the show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're giving away the budget for free. I'm just using it as my first of many examples. The way that your budget is put together is in such a way that it's extremely intuitive. It thinks about people like me that hates to think about detail and flow and things like that. So it's organized in debit orders, variable expenses, incomes, taxes, all that kind of stuff. You just fill in the stuff it works it out yourself. You cannot tell me that you came across that because of some theoretical course that you took and mm. your mechanical brain made you build that because if that was a theoretical mechanical mm. outcome of something then everyone's budget would look like yours yeah. but it's not yours is unique mm. and it's intuitive and it's beautiful and it's amazing because there was some level of creativity there was some aspects to your budget that freaked you out that you hated that you made easier that everyone can now benefit from and that is creative in and of itself you had to have used some area in your brain that is linked to what we call creativity that made you design the budget rather than just implement it the mechanics yeah. behind it yes that's been known for years yeah the design behind it and or the design on top of it, I, I should yeah, say, to, to that is yeah. thought through, really yeah. well thought through. Well, well, that's an interesting example, Leon, because I do understand that. And this is why we wanted to have this topic is because we need to understand first and foremost, you know, what does creativity mean and how is that formed? And I absolutely agree with you because I remember when I created the budget and that was about 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. And yeah, I had a ton of information at hand, information i.e. being, yeah, I'm not getting through with my finances. I know that every single month I'm struggling or I'm in the red or I'm you're going into debt or I'm opening new accounts and things and I'm not getting out with my money. And at the same time, I wanted to understand how much money is coming into my account because even though I can see it on my payslip, I can see it in my bank account, I'm just not aware of all of these different things that are happening in my life that are costing me your money and and I wanted to put it all together. So what I basically had is a ton of information 
if you really want to have a look at it at a high level, mm. right, is I had a ton of information presented data to me. Data points. Data points yeah. over an extended period of time. And I had to collect those data points to say that you know, one night I sat down and I was like, I can't take this anymore. I need to solve this problem for myself. I need to be creative right now. I need to find a creative way to solve this problem. I opened up Excel and I decided, mm. you know, I need to find the best possible format to solve this right but that's that's where i want to quickly interject so i just quickly want to say something so again and this is where creative uh, creativity comes down yeah. for me the data points the facts behind the problem exactly is a constant it's yes, a constant exactly. right that's going to be a constant throughout any discipline whether you are an accountant that knows all the little nigglies in that uh, nice little spreadsheet whether you are a guitarist and whether you yeah. are a analyst mm. everyone could make sense of the budget and yeah. again the budget is almost becoming like metaphorical mm. here but yeah. you know what i yeah. mean you know what what is interesting that that you scraped the surface on there leon is that i think first and foremost we need to address the point that we are all creatives in our own different way. We, we touched on that a little bit in the beginning, right? But I want to just really isolate this topic is the fact that because just because you've been told or your friends have been told that they are creatives when they grew up you know, and you were told you are not, I think that we mm. all are creatives in our own separate way. So let's just all agree on that, right? We all work. <laughs> well, we're trying yeah. to, yeah, we all work in a situation where we have to solve problems, whether you're delivering yeah. pizzas whether you're you're sitting or you're a waiter or waitress somewhere in a restaurant, you have to solve problems, right? And that takes creativity. You know? How are you going to stack your, your all of the food and the drinks and all that on the tray so you can get it to your customers on time? <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you know, there's so true. much creativity going it's into true. each and every single job description. So let's just all agree that we are all creators, right? Now, what we're really trying yeah. to tap into here is accepting and knowing that we are creators how do we tap into that and how do we create creativity how do we create time and space for ourselves to spawn creativity right and that's exactly what you're talking about here Lian, is when mm. we use the budget as an example and i want to move away from that because i don't want to feel, feel like it will sound like we're, we're so selling it yeah, right but so anyways you guys can go check out the budget. We'll t we'll touch a little bit more on that. This was not <laughs> planned at all. This wasn't scripted. Thanks for but the thank shameful <laughs> plug there. <laughs> Thanks, Leon. Uh, but anyways, yeah, we'll we'll touch a little bit more on the budget in the tools section at the end of this episode. But let's move away from that and say that either way, you know, that took a lot of creativity. And if we have to have a look at it objectively, what I essentially did is I gathered a ton of information, data points, like you said, that we have to gather on an ongoing basis. And gathering that intelligence or gathering that data points, understanding the scenario to such an extent that when I sat down and I had a problem, I was already equipped with the information mm -hmm to solve that problem, right? I already knew mm -hmm. what are my pain points, what are the things that I would want to see in a budget, and how can I solve that problem for myself? And if we use another example, if you're sitting at work and you have to solve a problem right here, right now, you know, let's say that someone phones you up and they say, hey, listen, I'm customer X, we're looking for this and this and this solution, we want to solve this problem, right? Whether you're, in, you're selling pool equipment or you're serving food, or whatever the case is, mm. a customer phones you up, they tell you, I want more or less this, this and that. You have to have a set of information, data points, in order to equip yourself with the creative process to quickly yeah. think on your feet, to get creative, right? And this is where the penny dropped for me, right? As I came across this amazing, 
amazing book. And again, we're not affiliated or sponsored in any way by Audible or by you know, any one of these books that we mentioned. We merely want to bring some tips to you and some really great tools. And I'll, I'll chat a little bit more about this. But I came across a book by the name of The Accidental Creative. And this was a book written by Todd Henry. Extremely insightful because one of the things that came out of that book for me that where the penny really just dropped is the fact that we have to equip ourselves with information and once that information is mm. sort of solidified within our minds, we can then wait for the opportunity to present itself. And once that opportunity presents itself, we can use that data. So effectively, we've covered this in the yeah. past, right? It's 100%. using content, building up yeah. content as much as possible, waiting for the context to arrive. And then using the yeah, context to link the content to it, right? Yes, 100%. I completely agree. I actually want to, let's take some extreme examples, all right? So now I'm going to go to the polar opposite. So let's take William Shakespeare. You know, he um, did all his works, beautiful works. A lot of people still study it today. It's still in courses. It's still in schools and definitely high esteemed. We can all agree. You take someone like mm -hmm. Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, yeah. or Bill Gates, yeah. or Steve Jobs. And I mean, there's many of these creators, right? They created companies. You look at the data points, you see money, you see wealth, you see an end product. When you look deeper down, the process of, for example, someone like Elon Musk to come from a normal beginning to um, studying some courses. Yes, he's got some yeah. academic background, but then literally taking on the world on, um, you know, sustainable energy. He's taken on, um, you know, space and, 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 and uh, multi-planetary existence. All of those concepts, he probably knows more about them than a lot of the experts that just studied those courses. And they've got yeah. the data points. They've got the data. Yeah, and that's and that's being creative. Exactly. That's, that's, that's but that's a thing. Creativity, but they in a all way, yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing. They all have exposure to the same data points. They've yeah. got the same theory. They've got the same textbooks. They've got the same information that they can gather. But his mm. brain just went bloop like all the way beyond that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And that gave crazy. him a lot bigger, like a much bigger result than a lot of people that mm. studied or purely just studied, um, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Um, I love that example, Leon, because I think that really solidifies the whole the whole concept, right? Is the fact that people can be creative, but in their own different ways, and that we're all creative in that in that regard. Yeah, I think one of the other angles that I wanted to just put on this as well is. When we're talking about being creative and spawning creativity out of thin air, we've already established that there are there's information involved, right? So you, you have to sort of set yourself up for success by gathering yeah, all of this 100%. information and saying that before I start creating, I need to have all of the information because that information needs to sort of simmer in my mind for an extended period of time or even just for enough time until I'm rested enough for mm. me to access that information, for me to link that information up with like that, new yeah. context, right? Yeah. So uh, this is this is the funny thing that I read somewhere. I can't remember where exactly this was, but something that was extremely insightful is 
and I've experienced this so many times. How many times have you gotten into the bath or gotten into the shower and all of a sudden you start thinking about brand new ideas, yeah. right? You, you start getting oh, creative. Yes. And this is one thing that I'm still going to do. One day when I buy a house, Leon, I'm going to put a tablet or something mounted inside my shower because I <laughs> want idea. I want yeah. to record ideas, man. So, it's a good so idea. Many, record your ideas, man. I'm pretty sure that a lot of the topics, 90%, oh, not 90%, let's say 70% of the topics that land up on the show I thought about in the shower, like yeah. don't be a no, vivid yeah. picture person. Imagine me in the shower, but it's, it's here's a the thing. Pervy, like, but I get you. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Is so much of my creative mindset and and process happens inside the shower, and this is why. And listen to this, right? They said that there's something that happens with your blood flow when yes. obviously you get in the shower. It's it's something related to, to to your body temperature. So you're in the shower, you're taking a hot shower, and all that sudden, all of a sudden, your body temperature rises. When you get out of the shower, your body temperature cools down again, and that automatically helps you to sort of unwind from the daily stress, the daily yep. hassles and all of the stuff that happened in your mind during that day. And that allows you to automatically enter this relaxation phase or stage of your day. And that's where creativity spawns. It's when all of the stress and all of the pressure is taken off of you. And there's something that actually chemically happens within your body that helps you to be more creative at that time of the night, right? So that's mm. when you get into bed, we just did an episode on insomnia as well when you can't fall asleep. It's because all of this happens and you get into bed and now your brain is overactive in your creative yeah. stage, right? So I want to explore this a little bit more and I want to deep dive into some of the research, Leon. Yeah. What does the research say about this? Is there a specific time of the day when we are more creative than other times of the day? Is this a generalized universal rule for all people out there or... Or is this specific to certain individuals or how exactly does this work? What does the research say about this? 100%. So I'm going to try and explain this in a little bit of my own, um, I would say almost my own research, <laughs> my own research and proper research. <laughs> so the proper yeah. research just for the record states, and it's so interesting that you mentioned the shower example. Obviously, we don't rehearse these episodes, so I don't know what examples <laughs> you were going to bring up. But the shower example is a really, really excellent example of being um, removed from your productivity. Um, so you are mm. in a in a space of you and yourself and your naked self. <laughs> but um, you are removed from productivity and chores and life and pretty much everything that's demanding your attention, right? And mm -hmm. there's... There's a, there's a lot of studies, but there's a specific study that I tend to agree with the most, which is Dr. Sahar Yosef. Um, and he basically says that he basically says that when production dips, creativity soars. And this is 100% mm. the truth. And everyone that's listening to this that has never ever thought about this too much will realize the same. When you are not super productive, your mind suddenly soars beyond just the regular mundane tasks of today. Mm. Now, here's the Leon version on it, right? And this I couldn't <laughs> find any research on. But 
I feel like everything we do in production cycle, so everything you do for work, everything you do for getting the kids to school, getting dressed, getting mm. ready to um, attend something or, you know, mm. the regular run of the mill stuff that you do every day. I find that like short circuit tasks, like short tasks. You are, mm -hmm. it's a trained muscle. Like you, you repeat that muscle over and over and over again. And you get really good at it to the point where, have you ever realized that a lot of your life is almost like autopilot? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. You, you just do mm -hmm. it, man. You just, you know what to do. It's like breathing, right? Mm -hmm. When you remove all of those factors, so your work email has quieted down, there's no one to respond to, your kids, your wife, everyone's asleep, um, all your weight is off your shoulders. So the things that you have to do, don't you then, and again, I'm talking about short circuit, yeah, just really like metaphorically, but then you start thinking long circuit, like you go beyond those immediate things because they're not there at all. And you think a little bit further into life and you become l like a little bit philosophical even. And yeah. you can think about where's the world going? Where's the country going? You, you gain going? perspective. Yeah. Exactly. You, your mind quiets down from the normal short circuit things that have to do's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That have to do's go to sleep. Your work goes to sleep. Your wife goes to sleep. Your kids go to sleep. Your <laughs> life goes to sleep. You can now think yeah. about just life in general. And that's yeah. when things in your life that you saw that piqued your interest, but you had to like park it, park it off. It's almost like, you know, in your email, you can flag something or you can star it or you can mark it as unread. All your mm -hmm. markers unreads come up when your short, short circuit life fades away. So when you are just you and your thoughts, those market unreads, you finally have time to assess those and you can go through those. That's when the beauty of your creativity comes to mind. That's when you start facing super strange things that you think about, um, world problems that you've got your own opinions about, problems in your health, problems in your life, problems in your household, problems in your kids, um, you know, financial issues, growth, um, mm. what to do about specific problems, all of those things you finally have time for. Because in, in the day, and this is why I keep referring to it as short circuit and long circuit things, but in the day you are almost like inundatedly being bombarded with short circuit things that need your immediate attention. Like almost, yeah. I would like to call them like arm's length stuff, everything at arm's length you need to grab and sort out at night all of those fade away suddenly it's almost like yeah. a hard shutdown of all of those problems you can now see beyond just the arm's length things and see okay i need to start thinking about this i need to start worrying about that and that's yeah. when you start thinking creatively about a lot of other stuff so basically to answer your question so that was the leon research on it i couldn't find any substantiating information but i think it holds quite true to but a it, lot of it, people yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah i think so and it basically comes down to when productivity dips down creativity mm. soars and this is 100 percent the truth yeah I, I like that leon because a lot of what you've just shared actually makes a lot of sense and I think the answer to that entire question is 
It depends. It really depends on person yeah. to, by person because a lot of the research that I've done, they've said that some people, most people are more creative at night, but others are not, right? So I think it really all comes down to what is your most productive time of the day and what's the opposite of that, right? So for some people, they might be extremely productive during night, you know, nighttime, but when they're busy catching up with a lot of work tasks and stuff, maybe that's when it de demands a lot more of their time. But if you have a look at other job descriptions and other sort of lifestyles out there as well, you might find that maybe during the middle of the day or the morning of the day, you can exhibit a lot more creativity because you're not as productive. Maybe that's the time of the day that you're waking up, getting into the, the swing of things. You're not really bombarded with a lot of emails. Maybe you don't even deal with emails on a daily basis. And if you're that person, then I hate you because yeah, please, I'm so get jealous. Off the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't no, know. I can't imagine back. my life without, I, I can imagine um, you know, my life without emails and it would be amazing. <laughs> but but either way, like if that's your life, then that's probably your creativity time as well. So extremely insightful, Leon, because you shared a great perspective there. And I think logically it does make a lot of sense. Now, one of the things that I want to just quickly isolate before we move into the real life tips section, as we always do, is we need to equip ourselves with a ton of information before we get to the creative moment. Meaning that if your job requires a lot of creativity, then you need to go and study and prepare yourself with all of the products and stuff that you guys are selling or all of the scenarios that you might encounter. If you're an electrician, then you need to skill yourself up on those things because a day is gonna come where someone's gonna come with a problem to you and you have to be creative about how you solve that problem. If you're a musician, that means you need to study your theory, you need to practice. Those are things that you equip yourself with to be prepared for the time that creativity needs to strike. Now, as much as you can equip yourself and prepare yourself for creativity and for the creative process, you need to allow some time for it to simmer. You need to allow some time for your mind to make the connections to the context that you're given and the content that you've equipped yourself with for the creative process to spawn out of thin air, right? So for the creative process to kick in. Mm. And that's where Indeed. I wanna say is that you need to force yourself some creative time. And I know this sounds pretty crazy because I'm a creative myself or I see myself as a creative, is how can I sit down and say, be creative right now, <laughs> okay? It's difficult, mm. but you have to force yourself to do that because you are putting yourself into this new context, right? Saying that I need to be creative and these are my parameters mm -hmm. And I need to sort of find out all of this other information and I need to force my mind into connecting these different dots. To give you an example, Leon, that's exactly what we're doing on the show, right? We've got all of this information that we come across. We do all of this research and all of those things. And this is all content that we're building up. But then we are provided with this contextual situation where we say, tonight we're gonna sit down, we're gonna record this session, right? We wanna talk about this topic and we wanna deep dive on it. So we're creating a, a moment of creativity yeah. in a moment's notice, right? When I sit down and I wanna write a song, I'm using my life experiences, I'm using my, my theoretical guitar playing skills and all those things. And I'm saying, tonight I wanna write 
a melody or tonight I want to write a you know, punk rock song or something like that and I have to force myself into those moments. So what I want to touch on right now before we get into the real life tip is how important is it for us to take time and force ourselves into those moments. Do you feel that you agree with that statement, Leon, as well? That not just maybe in a personal life aspect, but maybe in a work life aspect as well? Yeah, 100%. I completely agree. And you know, the funny thing is that most of the time life is going to force you into creativity um, in some stages of your life. Absolutely. The thing is, it's going to be boring yeah. creativity. It's not going to be the sexy kind. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like I said earlier, so uh, for example, creativity for most of us are going to come in different shapes and forms. It's either going to come in some sort of curiosity. So maybe there's something that you are like new ideas or concepts or skills or something that's outside your realm that you want to go and explore. Um, connection and, and, and like, you know, um, connecting dots. So and, and this is a really, really important skill. This is a skill, but 100%, you can't, you know, you can't get results from the skill without creativity. Learning from failure. So imagine if you've had some hardships in your life. There's no book yeah. you can usually read. I remember going through some tough times in life and thinking, okay, let me pick up a book. There's just never a book that fits mm. your problem like a glove, hey? Yeah. Every problem is different. And... To learn from failure is 100%. You're going to take the data, the information that you can replicate. So all of that is theoretical. Your situation, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. variables, the breathing organism mm -hmm. of your problem, how you come to an affix to the problem with your variables and the data points is creativity. Solution finding is the last one. So many things in life, I think it's probably one of the biggest skills under this earth right now is solution building and problem solving and finding issues and figuring out what is the most effective way to resolve those issues. Yeah, the whole point it's an issue is because it wasn't written down yet. There was no theoretical answer yet. It's an issue. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You've got the variables, you've got the data points and all that stuff. But no one's figured out the problem, the source, the root cause or whatever to fix the issue yet. The, yeah. To connect those dots and bring that issue to a resolution, that takes creativity. That takes a lot of knowledge and all that, yes. But 100% the process of putting all of that together in a nice little orchestra that brings you to a resolution to the problem, that is creativity. Absolutely. I've, I totally agree with you on that, Leon. I think... I think that's beautifully put because it, it just really makes so much sense if you have a look at you know, how those how the data, how the information ties together and how the creative process is unique for each and every one of us. Leon, I think it is time for us to head into the real life for today. <laughs> Love that beat, dude. Uh, so I've got a couple of tips here that I want to share and some, maybe some highlighted points out of this episode here today. And I want to kick it off straight off the bat. The first one, maybe as a highlighted point here, is remember the formula to creating or spawning creativity out of thin air, right? So the first point of that is remember that we're all creators. And if you never saw yourself as a creative, I really hope that we've changed your mind here tonight because we really are all creatives, right? And we have to be focused on this problem because the better we get at solving problems, the better we get at life. 
It's just, mm. it's a simple fact, right? So understanding that, and then once you understand that, gather as much information as possible in the area of where you want to be more creative, right? If you want to become uh, you're a, a, an engineer or whatever the case is, or better salesperson, gather as much information as possible on the things that you want to be you're addressing and the problems that you want to be solving because eventually when the opportunity presents itself, you will be ready and equipped with the right information, right? Yeah. So that's the second thing to this formula as my first tip. And then the last thing in this is remember to get the rest, right? Because the rest is extremely important. You can equip yourself with all this right knowledge and all of the information that you need to spawn creativity out of thin air. But if you don't allow yourself time to process the information, to connect the dots, then you won't be able to spawn that creativity out of thin air. Mm. So that's the formula. That's my first tip is remember that formula because I think this is where the penny dropped for me and this is what I use in my own personal life. Extremely, extremely insightful. I think the second one is take showers and baths i know this goes without <laughs> without saying remember to take showers and baths um every single night I, and I, I say it as a tip right because um good tip man. get into the <laughs> yeah keep yourself clean no 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 what i really mean by that is maybe get into the habit of really understanding the importance behind you know taking a warm shower and a bath before you go to bed right? Or before your creative process starts, right? If that's in the morning, then that's good, you know? Get that done because that opens you up to this relaxation where your mind just automatically starts connecting a lot of the dots as well. So remember the importance of showers and baths, not just for being clean and hygienic <laughs> and all those things, right? But for this creative process, that's my, my second tip. Um, and probably one. the final one, I think um, one of the last things that I want to just plug on top of that is some tools that I will link for you guys in the show notes here. And then I'll hand the, the, the mic over to you, Leanne. Um, number one, there's a book that I mentioned in this episode here tonight, and this is called The Accidental Creative, and this was written by Todd Henry. Uh, so I will link that the audible version of it in, in the show notes. Again, not affiliated in any way, shape, or form. Really just love sharing these tools with you. And maybe the second tool, we, we touched on this, so I'm going to plug it on there, the budget. If you guys are interested in looking at this amazing budget that Leon just sold to the whole world, it's absolutely <laughs> free. We really don't want any information from you or anything. All you have to do is just go on to rltstudios.com, which is our website, subscribe to the newsletter, and you'll get access to the link. You'll be redirected to the budget, and you can go and download it. It's a, it's a simple Excel budget. It's got five steps for you to set it up and get going, right? So yeah. if, you, if you're interested in that, it really, really does help. It really does work. We're not selling it. We're not wanting anything from you. Go and check it out. Those are my tips and my tools, Leon. Anything from your side? No, those are really, really awesome. I actually didn't plan on punting the budget and nor did Marne even know <laughs> that I was going to talk about the budget. But anyways, yeah, I'll go grab it. Um, I honestly only have one tip eh, for, the, for this episode. I feel like, once again, most of what we spoke about in and of itself were tips. Yeah. It basically comes down to what are you doing in your dead space time? Like the time when nothing is going on. So my mornings start very early and it's kids and it's getting ready. Then it's rushed to get mm. them to school on time, rush back, get into my personal office, start working. Um, you know, it just doesn't really stop until about 7 p.m. So from like 5 a.m. in the morning till 7 p.m. It doesn't really stop. 
Now, what a lot of us then do, and I completely, agree, I wouldn't say agree, but I empathize and, and sympathize with everyone out there, is we, as soon as every everyone gets quiet, you just go plomp on the couch and you open up, you know, the today views for Netflix or whatever, and you start watching some movies or whatever, and you just relax. Okay, and I think it's important to do that. I don't. I really don't mm. want to say I'm not a psychologist, so I can see how my advice might impact negatively as well. But on some days, if you feel like you've got the capacity, let me put it like that. Don't do that. Go sit outside. Get yourself a nice yeah. glass of wine or a coffee. I love that. Or a cigar mm -hmm. or a cigarette and maybe some blues music in the background or whatever. But get quiet. Just go remove yourself yes. from the regular life. And, you know, I'm not going to say meditate, but maybe after a week or so, introduce that, you know, as an extra mm. way to really find yourself. But just go sit mm -hmm. away from everything. All distractions. Put your phone somewhere. Don't go on Facebook, please. That just... That's not going <laughs> to yeah, help you. Uh, kills productivity. 100%. Yeah. Take yourself with you and a glass of wine. All right? Mm. And sit. I promise you the most amazing things are going to come to you. Don't even start thinking. Just sit there for a while. The boredom will bring the thoughts. The boredom is going to bring problems to your head that you haven't fixed out. It's going to bring out issues that have been left unresolved. And you're going to mm -hmm. find ways to fix them. I promise you, I do this regularly every week. I can't do this every day. I don't think anyone can do this every day. So we're not mm -hmm. saying there's a right or a wrong way of doing this. Even if you do mm -hmm. this once a week, I think that's fine. So even if you just mm -hmm. find the time to do this every once in a while, I do believe when you do it and it, it's successful the first time, maybe you, I don't know, found some new profound way to fix some issue in your life you'll inevitably start introducing that time in your life more and more and more yeah. because obviously, you know, the payoff of getting these moments of clarity and quietness so that you can think about resolving some mm. issues or, um, I don't know, creating plans in your mind, thinking five years ahead, all those kind of things just come and pass you by and you've got time to think about it when, you know, when life gets a bit quiet like that. Um, I love and that. that's yeah. literally that's the only the, tip I've got. Yeah. I think everything else we kind of covered in the show, but that yeah. is a good one. I, I dig that, Leon. That's that's absolutely gold because that's actually one of the things that that I wanted to plug on top of mine as well, but I completely forgot about it. Is you you have to find the dead time and you have to force some time out of your schedule to mm. to be creative as well. So just to summarize the tips here as we as we wrap up this episode, so. Number one, remember the formula, right? There's a formula that you can actually spawn creativity. Number formulas. two, remember to take showers and baths <laughs> because <laughs> for the obvious reasons as well as you know, the creative process, it really does impact your life. Number three that Leon mentioned here is identify your dead time and use that dead time to your advantage. Use it for creativity. And if you don't have dead time, maybe this is a good opportunity for you to sit down and say, I will create some time or put aside some time for me to yeah, get you're creative. Too busy. Because exactly, right? You're too busy, you don't have time for creativity, and you have to have that transcendence in your life as well. So you have to have some time, whether that's for work, whether it's for your own personal problem solving, you have to create some time in your schedule 
to get creative, all right? And then number four, the tools that I dropped in here will be in the show notes. Remember to go and check out that book if you wanna find out all about how to spawn creativity or the accidental creative by Todd Henry and also the budget you can just head over to our link uh, that I'll post in the show notes as well. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. How to spawn creativity out of thin air and is creativity only useful for the arts? It's been an absolute pleasure once again having you guys here with us on the show. We hope to see you again next week for a brand new episode. Until then, go out and be creative and create some time for you to be creative. This is me signing off, Mono. You were joined by Leon as usual. Thank you so much for joining this episode. We're going to see you next week. Same place, same time. Cheers. What's up, guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us, and who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.